It's just a core truth. It's a reality of every relationship. Healthy relationships come from small, consistent actions taken over a long period of time. Welcome to the Secure Marriage Podcast, where we believe it's possible to fight less, feel understood, and enjoy a deeper connection with your spouse. We're your hosts, Paul and Shannon Elmore, and on today's episode, The Simple Secrets to a Secure Marriage. There is one simple secret to every secure marriage, every good marriage, every healthy marriage, every couple that's doing well, every couple has done this one thing. Okay. And that's why they have a happy marriage. You want to know what it is? I do. Here's what it is. Healthy relationships come from small, consistent actions taken over a long period of time. Well, that absolutely makes perfect sense. We're going to say it again. Healthy relationships come from small, consistent actions taken over a long period of time. And the reason we're talking about this is because this is like unbelievably new information for a lot of couples that are struggling. Right. Well, and even for couples who have been married a long time that have good marriages, they can't always put into words why they have a good marriage. And this is so true. I was just talking to someone recently about, we were talking about parenting, but this kind of still applies, that you're taking small actions every day to get you where you are. Yeah. Yeah, that's profound. So again, uh, just like we do on this podcast all the time, if I was to talk to husbands about this, a lot of times husbands have missed this memo and they believe that they can ignore or not give the emotional attention, not put in the daily little efforts to build into their marriage. And when things start to kind of decline and go down, they try to pull a grand, grandiose event or experience or object out of their magic hat to save the marriage. Right. So they'll try to do a, a big trip or here's a big piece of jewelry or right. or here's a big grand gesture. Uh, I'm going to take you out to dinner with flowers and roses and a th- night at the theater. It's a grand gesture. But it's a one and done kind of thing. And it's a one and done kind of thing. And to be honest, those work earlier in marriages, marriages that are younger, right? because those are nice and they make people feel you know, loved and cared for. But marriages that have been there for 5, 10, 20 years, those grand gestures don't carry the same weight because you're sitting in this pain and misery and frustration for longer and longer periods of time. And right. you, are, you are wanting to have those smaller awarenesses of your needs as a wife right? and my willingness to put my needs aside and meet those needs of yours, had that be done on a consistent basis over and over and over again. That is what makes lovely and beautiful marriages. And we could end the podcast right there because it's really not that much more complex than that. Right. Why do you think it's hard? Why do you think people forget to do that? Well, because we get focused on the what about me? Yes. Um, I think sometimes life really, truly does get busy yeah, true. and it's easy just to push aside the person that we know should always be there for yeah. us. And yeah. so they get neglected Yeah, and, um, because, well, obviously I can't put my work on hold because mm. that's, what's providing for our, for our house exactly. and our food. And, yeah. 
and I'll get fired. Yeah. But you can't fire me from being a wife. Right. Right. And Not technically. Yeah, that's a great that's a great point. I mean, you're supposed to be there, you know, through sickness and in health. Right. And so I'm going to actually take advantage of the fact that I can't fire you or you can't fire me. I think some people purposely take advantage, but I think most of them, a lot of them, um, it's they're they're just unaware. Yeah. And it's just this assumption that that you're always going to be there and our relationship is always going to be good. And I can put these other things first because they seem they're in the immediate more important, not in the long term more important. Yeah, absolutely. I think another thing gets in the way of this is oftentimes a husband does not know the little things to do that feed his wife's heart in the way that it needs to be fed yes. because the things that feed his heart are different than the things that feed right. her heart. We can come back to the love languages. We can come back to the platinum rule, do unto others as you would have done unto them. But it takes that intentionality again, to study your spouse and to go, Oh, wait a second. I know that this means something to her. Right. Here's how it played out in our day today. Do you know how it played out in our day? Today? Yes. It already played out. Uh-uh. I got up and you got up and you were getting yourself pretty and prepared in the in the bathroom and I came out and I started making breakfast. And I was thinking about me and going, okay, I'm going to have some eggs and some cereal and here's how I like my eggs. And then it's like, I bet you my wife's going to be hungry too. So I yes. walk in and I ask. Honey, do you want some eggs for breakfast? Exactly. And I said, no, I don't think I want eggs, but I would love bacon. And so I came out and I cooked up the yes. leftover bacon and she got to enjoy all of that. That is a little thing that is a small, consistent action that I try to take over and over yes. for 30 years of our marriage that makes you feel loved and cared for and known. Bacon makes everyone feel loved <laughs> and cared for and known, but especially my wife, because it's the thought. It's the I'm not just making breakfast for myself. Right. I didn't get left out or forgotten. No, exactly. Exactly. It's the things that people do which come across as not thinking about the other person, which causes pain and struggle and heartache. You right. want the other example from today? <laughs> Oh, like when I printed something when you were downstairs recording. I didn't know you were down there recording. I was recording a video downstairs in our office and all of a sudden the printer kicks on and she's printing something right and and the video is now dead. I can't use it anymore. That could have turned into a, I can't believe you weren't thinking about me. I told you I was going to be downstairs making these videos. Why aren't, why do your printing is more important than my thing? This is what (laughs) happens. These little small things become sources of contention they do and as you're talking about it i'm going i'm thinking of all the reasons like what i was doing so that's where it can go very very sideways when he's saying these things and then you start coming up with your own rebuttals to it and then nobody's actually being listened to or cared for it's the perfect example of the survival brain i want to make sure that i get my needs met first and i don't look bad right it happened to us this morning yeah it happens to us all the time it's the couples who are aware that it's happening And they are actively trying to not let it take over their relationship. So I made a very conscious choice to say, she's not trying to screw me. She's not trying to be thoughtless about me. She didn't know that I was actually recording at that moment. And she just needed the papers done. I'm going to give her the benefit of the doubt. And I'm going to choose not to hold this against her, even though I could have. Yes. 
And I actually had to do the same thing with you because when you came upstairs, the way you told me that you couldn't record your video and the printer had gone off in the middle of it and it wasn't working was a little on the passive aggressive side. It took me a little while to kind of just decompress from that. But then you came up and you were talking about how the video wasn't working or something, how you need to work with me and do them. And I was like, okay, I don't need to bring up how he told me about the printing because he probably is more frustrated about that he was trying to do something and he couldn't and it wasn't the working the way he wanted it to mm. and so i was like i just don't need to bring it yeah. up it yeah. happened he's fine i'm fine but it could have turned into something big it because could've. because i didn't take the time to think through it and say this is not that big of yeah. a deal. I can be gracious towards my husband and he can have his moment and it's just a moment. We have to do that a lot. Yes, and I wasn't like that for all of our marriage, <laughs> let me tell you. Oh, that's very kind right? of you. And nor was I able to give you the benefit of the doubt for the right. majority of our marriage. Right. We have learned, we've practiced, and we are now enjoying the benefits, the positive consequences of working our tails yes. off to get good at this. These are the small, consistent actions that we are trying to take over a long period of time that's going to make our marriage get better and better over the next 20, 30, 50 years of our relationship. Yeah. We're dog sitting right now, and there's a little dog behind us named Cooper who's yipping at us because he's um, either hungry, wants to play, or needs to go left out. out. <laughs> Shut up, Cooper. No. He's a cute he's little dog. He's the best little he's a dog. He's great ever. little dog. But. He's a little puppy that, you know, likes attention and we like yeah. to give it to him. So anyway, I came across this statement and it's just a core truth. It's a reality of every relationship. Healthy relationships come from small, consistent actions taken over a long period of time. If you just bring that statement up with your spouse and go, let's print this out. Let's stick it on our wall. Let us try to remember this, that we're going to do the small things on a daily basis multiple times every day, because I want you to know that that I love you, that I like you, and that I want you to have a good experience in this relationship. Yeah. And when both of you try to do that and outdo each other, then yeah, end up having a pretty good you know thing for a while. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's my experience at yeah. least. This is a short one today. We're just gonna get kind of uh, down and dirty and to the point. So um, if you want ideas on how to do small, consistent actions taken over a long period of time. We have a couple things to actually help you with that if you're at all interested. You can actually go to securemarriage.com and I'm actually gonna promote one thing here. Um, securemarriage.com slash F-A stands for fondness and admiration. That's a free email series that we've put out. And all you do is you get one little email prompt every day that says in the next five minutes, text your spouse this little prompt, something yes. you remember about your dating life or something you appreciate about them or your favorite memory together yeah. or whatever, whatever, whatever. And there's 30 days of this. And we just got an email yesterday from someone who says this series has saved our marriage. It's totally free, cost you nothing, but it's one way to give you those little prompts to do those small things that are going to build the fondness and admiration so you actually like each other. Yeah. And it's the small, consistent things done over a long period of time that can start to be a great foundation for a beautiful and lovely marriage. Yeah. So securemarriage.com slash FA, go sign up for that. 
Or if you're ready to take a little deeper dive and you're going, okay, we want the practical tools, we would suggest starting with the relationship roadmap. That's right on the homepage of securemarriage.com yep. or you can find it under courses or you can find it over anywhere basically. And that is a one hour program that will teach you the nine tools that are going to make your marriage just amazing. Believe it or not, these nine tools can solve any problem in your marriage. That's a big, bold claim, but I absolutely stand by it. There is no problem in any marriage that one of these tools or multiple of these tools won't be able to fix. Think about it like a car. You don't need to have to buy a new tool every time you have to fix your car. If you've got nine tools in the garage, it can fix pretty much anything on your car. That's what this is. It is an amazing resource. So securemarriage.com, look up the relationship roadmap if you want to do a deeper dive. Those are our two that we're going to um, kind of um, shamelessly plug yep. at the moment. Thanks for watching, everyone. We will see you next time. Alrighty. Goodbye. Bye-bye.